hundred two hundred zero nine zero eight one two hundred two hundred Jesus Lolua. Fresh FM Abel Kuta one o seven point nine. Fresh FM one o seven point nine Abel Kuta. One o seven point nine, where we keep you fresh all day. You're listening to one o seven point nine Fresh FM. Fresh for 107.9. Invigorating. Fresh for 107.9. Invigorating. And welcome to another edition of Freshly Pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM here in the city of Abelkuta. And I have uh, the papers with me. I have the Punch newspaper, the Vanguard, the Tribune and Premium Times. And I'll be taking some headlines uh, starting with the Punch newspaper. Exonerate Sarawiwa for murder from murder, not pardon, says Foundation. Oyotola releases 300 million naira for pension arrears. Provide land for farming, Ekiti government urges monarchs. Sonwolu commands Edo Best urges states to embrace digital teaching. 200 Ijo communities in Edo lament abandonment. Don't borrow to pay salaries, Ogumonak cautions Abiodun. Gully erosion, frequency highest in Benue, says agency. 780 million naira fraud, ex-SGF IM, spends second night in EFCC cell. FG New Previous trend is tagging opposition security risk, seizing passports. That's according to Yosemite. Senators fault EFCC's transfer of forfeited assets to AGF. FG plans a 5 million solar-powered households, 250,000 jobs. That's also there in the Punch newspaper. No plan to build ranches for herders, says Mark Inde, that's your, your state governor. Security agencies ready for those issuing threats against Anambra polls. That's according to the NSA. Bailo confident of clinching APC 2023 presidential ticket. That's according to his SSG. FG to end petrol subsidy June 2022. World Bank condemns 2.9 trillion Naira funding. Fashola NLC fault FG assets sale. Privatization minister demands audit. Foreign firms are in Nigerian airport, says Sirika. FG demands proposals. States, LGs should take 59% of federal allocation. That's according to the Northwest. Emmanuel presents a 582.115 billion naira budget. 
321.9 billion naira capital vote for 2022. A few more headlines. Uh, CBN releases guidelines for e-Naira. Don't bring back Igalo fans tell Pinnick that's uh, having to do with sports there. And another headline having to do with sports also. CAF, Ayimba, Rivas, no playoff foes today. That story is also there in the Punch newspaper. And away from the Punch newspaper to the Vanguard newspaper for a couple of headlines. Bandits kill 17, injure scores in mosque, abduct 18 and fresh Niger attacks. Governor Emmanuel presents... 582 billion naira budget estimates to the House of Assembly for 2022. Fertility, consider freezing your eggs before age 35. That's according to Ajay. That's something they're having to do with health. And away from this to other headlines, over 2 million people remain displaced in northeast Nigeria. That's according to EU ambassador. Another headline, insecurity not declining, Mr. President. That's a, a piece there in the Vanguard newspaper. Still taking headlines from the Vanguard newspaper. 13,800 passports uncollected at Lagos offices. Controller cries out. Police fix October 29th for constable's recruitment test in Katsina. Enters protest memorial victim seeks Lagos government's assistance. Another headline, Budget Defense, Lai Mohammed Habs on need for urgent digitization of national archives. 2023, PDP youths appeal to Ademulegun Rafael to contest Undo South Senate seat. Another one, CBN releases guidelines for E-Naira. Still taking headlines from the Vanguard newspaper, Oni of Ife and past 2,000 fashion designers. Have a rethink, Monguno advises those intend, those who intend to disrupt Anambra poll. 13,800 passports uncollected at Lagos offices. Controller cries out. I took a similar headline earlier. Still taking headlines from the Vanguard newspaper. Stop branding terrorism as banditry. That's according to Akiridolu. Physical activities reduce impact of COVID-19 on patients. That's according to an expert. Pensioners plan legal action against Southwest governors over increment. That's a a headline there. Still taking more headlines from the Vanguard newspaper. Edo PDP suspends Obaseki Shaibu's loyalists. That's an interesting one. Bauchi don't involve lawyers. APC committee begs aggrieved members. And on the PDP National Convention, faceless individual wrote petitions used to disqualify us. That's according to Ola Fesso. Very soon, we'll be going to UK to get information about Nigeria once Lai Mohammed. That's uh, something quite uh, interesting there also in the Vanguard newspaper. CBN releases guidelines for E-Naira. Three African startups valued at $1 billion founded by young Nigerians. That's according to the NESG. And another headline, World Bank bars 17 Nigerian companies, individuals over fraud. CBN's e-Naira to grow Nigeria's GDP by $29 billion in 10 years. That's according to President Mohammed Buhari. And still taking more headlines from the papers this morning. And uh, moving on now to the Tribune newspaper. Stakeholders can vast strong collaboration in Nigerian agri-sector to ensure food security. PDP convention, our Arakbaja, Onyilola's faith, will be decided Greek ministry experts consider technology to curb cattle rustling, farmers' headers clashes. Away from this to other headlines, uh, you have this one. A NAS members, member rather, offers scholarship to 71 students in Anambra. Oshun government 
OSUCCIM DITC BTGA to host Made in Southwest Trade Fair. Another headline Jam Registrar Quara Rec call for 30% women participation in elective positions. Guba Paul, a kitty resident ready to embrace progressive democracy. That's according to Oluyede. Away from this to other headlines, FG trains a Greek extension agents in Kebi. 100 secondary school leavers get free vocational training. Away from this to a few other headlines, why Nigerian youths must avoid leadership mistakes of older generations. That's according to Professor Olawuji. Away from this to other headlines, NCC's emergency communication centers enhance citizen safety, national security. That's according to Dambata. Fashola to states improve on planning and construction permits or ban planning. That's according to Fashola. And away from this to another one, NLC, I-Law fight against GBVH. Man 44 faces life jail term over rape of minor at mile 12 market. That's in Lagos State. Another headliner, still with the Tribune newspaper. Building collapse. Senate President advocates legislative interventions. That's as much as I'll be taking from the Tribune newspaper and moving to the Premium Times. For a couple of headlines, you have this one. Why FG abandoned PPP arrangement on 2nd Niger Bridge, Lagos Ibadan Expressway. That's according to Fashola. We are yet to receive any petition in Ogun APC committee. That's according to the committee there in Ogun State. And a few more headlines as still with the Premium Times. Governor Emmanuel presents 582.12 billion naira for Aqua Ibum 2022 budget. Lagos Data Protection Bill scales a second reading. And that's as much as I'll be taking for the Premium Times. I'll be taking a quick breather. When I return, I'll be taking details of the stories. Stick around. It's still freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. Ade, oh ma shi oju shiye mo gege bi aro le idili e. O tu oju meta ti ma me o ti fi a wante jisha adura eron she. Tu ori kwe oko, la ti fi deta olo shoshu eron she si. Ah, olori, yon la kori be o. Wo, ko si a wawi konkon o. O, tonike, iwo nan le radata si la te kwe la anri onre a ti e bi. Pelu e bwen e de kwe ta megabyte. Fun e ne konkon to oba kwe fun. Lori la nan Airtel Family Plan. Testa 141 hash ba yi, la ti janfani yi. Airtel. The smartphone network. This is Fresh 107.9, where we keep you fresh all day. Welcome back. It's still freshly pressed and fresh 107.9 FM. And it's about time I take details of some of the stories that made the headlines uh, this morning. And uh, starting with this one having to do with, uh, you know, the federal government. Uh, this is a, a statement coming from Miesham Wiki. That's the governor of River State. FG's new devious trend is targeting opposition security risk seizing passports. That's according to Wiki. River State Governor Yesem Wike on Monday said Nigeria has never been badly governed as currently been done. He alleged that the federal government is currently targeting opposition members' security risk and seizing their passports. Wike spoke at the opening of the 61st Annual General Conference of the Nigerian Bar Association in Port Harcourt. 
He said, in quote, never in our political history has Nigeria been so badly governed and denied of good governance with the federal government woefully failing in its basic duties to provide for the well-being and security of its citizens as we have experienced in the last six years. And quote, that story is there in the Punch newspaper and still taking more stories from the Punch newspaper. This one here in Ogun State uh, it concerns us. Oyatola releases 300 million naira for pension arrears. Ocean State Governor Adigbo Yegawiyatola has released a sum of 300 million naira to pay pension arrears of 1,501 retirees. A statement signed by the head of service, Destos Oyebade, on Monday said the sum was aside the statutory remittance of 508 million approved for the payment of retired civil servants and an additional sum of 150 million approved for the payment of retire- retirees under the contributory pension scheme. Oyebari also assured the state government's commitment to the welfare of serving and retired workers in the state. Our story is also there in the Ponch newspaper and away from this to another one back to the federal government. $148 million consultants pay. Buhari governors meet October revenue sharing, sharing suspended. There are strong indications on Monday that state governors will soon meet with the president, retired Major General Muhammad Buhari, over the federal government's decision to debit local government accounts. The punch guarded that the governors decided to meet the president after Friday's Federation Account Allocation Committee meeting ended in a deadlock following the state's opposition to the commencement of deduction of $418 million from the local government accounts to pay private consultants for the Paris Club refund. It was learned that commissioners of finance had briefed the governors and that the states will take up the matter with the president next week. A story is also there in the Punch newspaper and away from this, two other stories still having to do with money. Senators afford EFCC's transfer for fitted assets to AGF. Some members of the Senate Committee on Anti-Corruption on Monday expressed displeasure over the declaration by the Economic and Financial Crimes Commission that it had transferred all forfeited assets to the office of the Attorney General of the Federation and Minister of Justice Abubakar Malami. The anti-graft agency, represented by its Director of Operations, Abdul Karim Chukol, appeared before the committee chaired by Senator Suleiman Kwari. Chukol told the senators that all the forfeited assets had been transferred to the office of the AGF, he said the EFCC acted in line with the policy directive issued since 2019 that all final forfeited assets should be transferred to the office of the AGF for proper management. A story is also there in the Punch newspaper. This final story from the Punch newspaper, before I get some perspective on some of the stories and then move on to other stories. And there's this one uh, in all your state. No plan to build ranches for headers, says Mark Kinde. The Oyo State Governor, Sheyi Mark Kinde, has restated that the anti- Grazing law signed into law by his administration will strictly provide livestock production in the state. The governor said this through his chief press secretary, Taiwo Adisa, while addressing, while responding to an inquiry by Ponce correspondent on Monday. The state had banned open grazing via the law and the governor said the state would not build ranches for livestock farmers or give them land, but explained that whoever was interested in livestock production would need to rent land for that purpose from landowners. I have with me in the studio, as I did last week, uh, 
Akim, Kareem, uh, good morning and good to have you in the studio with me. Lulu, good morning. How are you? Uh, very well, thank you. Uh, starting with this one uh, having to do with uh, the federal government. Coming from Wiki, is uh, talking about uh, the headline says, uh, Federal government's new devious trend is targeting opposition security risk seizing passports. He also made some allegations uh, that are quite uh, interesting here. He says... Uh, that the nation has not, in our political history, Nigeria's political history, it's not been so badly governed as it's currently been governed. And uh, in the past six years, it says uh, that uh, the government has failed woefully, that's the word WK is using, in providing, in doing its basic duties to citizens in terms of security and the likes. Uh, what's your take on this? First, on uh, the accusation that the government's trend is to tag opposition security risk. Yes, I think um, Governor Wiki, like any other Nigerian, has the right to his opinion. It's fundamental. It's a fundamental human right that cannot be deprived of anybody until probably a person has crossed the line as per security or otherwise. So if he says to us that um, the present government, there are actually two points he made. The one that the attack opposition, uh, opposition people as a security, security risk, I think uh, he needs to do more by, by naming. He should give us names then we can actually verify. Do you, do you understand? Because mm. the moment uh, he is unable to give us a, a one or two names to substantiate his to claim, substantiate that claim. it's not enough in, in this age to make an allegation, a wild allegation. We, we may call it wild, we call it spurious. The moment it's not backed up with evidence to substantiate or to for us to do an empirical analysis and determine whether he's right or wrong on that instance. So I will not comment too much on that. But on the other, on the other part of his, uh, uh, what he said, where where he mentioned that in the last six years, Nigeria has not been so badly governed. Yes, he said and it's political so, history. So badly governed. I also allude, I also agree with him that it still is fact to state that. And uh, when when you look at it critically, um, the cup is either half full or half empty. There's no cup anywhere that is totally empty that that doesn't have anything inside. And so there, there are challenges here and there. There are challenges here and there. Um, the government of Mohamed uh, Buhari has disappointed quite a number of people. I am not one of the people that's, that's disappointed anyway. Um, so you're, you're comfortable with uh, you know how no, the administration no, I'm not, I'm has been handling things? Yeah, up in issue. I was of the opinion that uh, in 20, 2015, I was of the strong conviction, and anybody who can search my Facebook uh, post at that time that uh, President General Mahmoud, as it was then known, was not going to bring anything positive to the Nigerian people. That um, even though I was also of the opinion that the lackluster administration of uh, former President Gulag Jonathan was what prompted and uh, enhanced many Nigerians to go the Buhari way, but then I said uh, the, I, I was of the opinion that uh, the millions of Nigerians are going to be disappointed. And so that's why I say I'm not one of those that, that are disappointed. Not that I'm happy with the state of things. But then as, as it is now, having said that, we have to also give to Mr. President that while he has a few, he has some parts not going well, the economy, the worsening insecurity, uh, he also has some good, some good going for him, let's say infrastructure. That infrastructure is also debatable. But what I know is that anywhere in the world, there's no cloud that is totally white and there's no cloud that's totally black you always have even in black clouds you have white and when the cloud is also white you have gray do you understand so there's a mixture of good and the bad 
But to the people who voted for Edemola in 2015 and who also re-elected them in 2019, I, I, I didn't vote in 2019. I was on the field on the two occasions. And uh, in my estimation, I think uh, they are able to judge now. Except those of them that have uh, partisan links to the ruling party, either for economic reasons, for political reasons, which, which such links have deprived them of their conscience to say the truth as it is. Or people who are benefiting, or people who have an anticipation of benefiting from the present government, I am not sure there's any Nigerian who will give this government a 40E out of 100. So, so if I'm getting you right here, you're not... Uh you you agreeing with uh, Wiki to a certain the extent, second part. or to a Se- certain second part. Ab- ab- are you saying absolutely that this government has not performed no, rel- so well rel- compared to other go- uh, administrations? Rel- 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 even the military administrations. Relatively, relatively, mm. relatively. I say when we, when we compare, it's good to compare apples and apples. When you want to compare or compare oranges and oranges, don't compare apples and oranges, mm. or don't compare abaluma. And pineapple. <laughs> Do you understand? That's just on the lighter side. Now, let's compare from 1999 to 2007. There was a government there. Mm. There was insecurity. We had the OD issue. We had several insecurity. But can we can we say the level of insecurity at that time and dimension of insecurity at that time between 1999 and 2007 is what we have now? No. Between 2007 and 2015, that was when Yahadua and that are elsewhere, there was also insecurity, acute insecurity. In 2015, the elections had to be postponed for six weeks for the uh, for our patriotic uh, Nigerian army and the people to mop up a lot of areas, to recover a lot of areas from ban, from, from terror, Boko Haram, as, as they were then known. But for elections after, to hold. Yes, for elections to hold. But from 2015, yes, we cannot blame President Buhari for everything. But once you have been elected, you have no right to give excuses again. Okay, from, the, from the word go, let me just round it up. Okay. From the word go, President Wari kept alluding everything to the past government. He forgot he was elected to come and correct the mistakes of the past. He forgot he promised change. He forgot he promised devolution of powers. His party, that's his opening statement of the APC constitution. Devolution of powers, restructuring, and all those like, how much of those have been done? So when you look at, I think that apart from being a president that did not take advantage of the situation. President Mwari also mismanaged the, the dichotomy, the religious uh, ethnic dichotomy between Nigerians. I do not think since I was born more than 45 years ago that I've been in this situation where a, a group of people, ethnic people, are still as predominantly superior to every other person. Then you're, 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 you're agreeing with Wiki already. I, I get, I get I what so you're saying. Relatively. Okay. Relatively. Okay. So when I, and when I look at people around President Mwari, Mwari it seems usually people who surround, if you want to assess a leader, you assess any leader not by what he does alone, but by the people, quality of people who surround him. I think President Wally has only psychophants who give he wants, who say to him only what he wants to hear. And unfortunately, President Wally is usually cocooned in the presence of Astro Rock. All right, let's uh, move from that to uh, another story. Because uh, now that you're talking about President Muhammad Buhari, let's talk about the opposition party. There's the story here having to do with the PDP crisis. PDP crisis deepens. Secondus pursues suit as the party plans convention. So there is anxiety in the ranks of the People's Democratic Party as the Court of Appeal in Port Harcourt, River State, is said to hear the appeal filed by the suspended national chairman of the party, which is Secondus, that's today. Now, uh, there's going to be... 
you know, let me take a few more. On uh, August 3rd, 23rd, 2021, some interested members of the party had instituted a suit at the High Court in River State with seconders and the PDP as defendants. On September 10, 2021, the court delivered its judgment and restrained seconders from performing the functions of the national chairman of the party. Now, back to court. And uh, they will be here, you'll be hearing more from uh, you know the law court that will be today. What do you what do you make out of uh, you know the current uh, things going around the PDP, especially this particular case having to do with seconders? I thought that was over already. You see, um, from the issue of politics in Nigeria since nineteen ninety nine, uh, unfortunately, there is very little ideological difference between the, the various parties. In the context that we know what the Republican stands for. The concerns that you know what the Democratic Party, the Democrats stand for, we cannot have that clear-cut differentiation in ideology in Nigeria. In Nigeria, you can have politician A in Party A in the morning, and by night, politician A will be in Party B, and we justify it for you. And so, last week on Perspectives in Ibadan, I had uh, Dr. Professor Adedayo, who was the former Chief Press Secretary to Governor Ajimobi, and we spoke about the ongoing crisis in the APC and the PDP. And uh, the fact of the matter is that, on the long run, the party politics, what they call internal democracy in those, in those parties, are a precursor to the quality of life we get. The moment they the, 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 the do not get it right at that level, it shows you an insight into how, how, how the, the division of democracy may not get to the people. Mm. Do, do you understand? So when you look at it, the APC is equal to PDP, APC is six, PDP is half a dozen, they are the same. No difference, in my own estimation. And so why do you look at it? Do they, do they not have set rules? But at all times, when election, national elections are coming like this, because, because the Nigerians have been stuck with the APC and PDP as the only platform, veritable platform, by which you can access office at the at, at presidency level, governorship, senate, and what have you, there's that huge friction for the control of the soul of the party. Mm. It's happening in the APC, it's happening in the PDP. Don't forget, some people are still in court questioning the removal of Adams O'Shea Don't forget, some people have gone to court and there's a judgment that says Governor Malabuni of the APC of the APC cannot be chairman and governor at the same time. There's a judgment. That judgment has not been set aside. And now, this is the PDP. Some people have, they have said seconders has gone. They have dissolved him. They have an acting national person. The man, said, the man went to court. The court said he has not been removed. That should continue in office, but they are on the sidelines. They are planning to have a congress in this uh, convention in October, maybe a week from today, the last day of October. I do, I'm not sure. So when you look at it, why is it that anytime a general election is coming, there's always a push and pull? Is, is there a problem? For the control of the soul of the party. W- would you also blame the judicial system for this, where uh, you know some set can go to a court here and get a judgment, and then another set can go to another court yes, in some I, other I part? Think, I think the, uh, yes, I, I would have loved to blame the judiciary for this, but then you now realize that these politicians have enormous resources that they have used to tempt, or possibly, if I'm, if I'm allowed to say this, to make the judiciary take side with them. But good enough, the Chief Judge of the Federation, I remember a few weeks ago, actually called a meeting mm-hmm. and said, oh, you cannot continue like this. I think it was in the case, I, I forgot the particular states now, where there were a lot of conflicting judgments from different, even from courts where they have no jurisdiction on the matter. Like you are in Ogun State now, and somebody will go to Quara State, outside your uh, judicial, uh, judicial territory to go and bring a judgment, and you load it over there, and they had to harmonize those judgments and then he now, I think he now set up a panel 
of some chief justice, uh, chief judge of other states for them to look into it. So when you look at it, judiciary is addressing themselves. Even I, I listened to what happened at the NBA yesterday, and part of the part of the uh, um, speech delivered on behalf of the CGN by Justice Minister Odili was to the fact that politicians should, and lawyers should stop bringing the judiciary into the issue of their politics. So but when I look at these issues, there are, there are guidelines to be to they have. They have a constitution. The moment this constitution is being is not aligned with, is not adhered with, that is when the issue of what we have in the APC or the PDP comes in. And now, what do we have? We have President Mohamed Bari and his people in the APC holding the soul of the party. We have uh, Wike, Secondos, uh, Tambuwal, Atiku, all these people also struggling for the soul of the PDP. Would you include Mark in there also in that mix? Yes, I'm making it too. Mark in there too. Because he said that he do or do or do, they're going to have that convention that they will not be distracted. But don't forget, you can go for a convention and just on the eve of the convention, somebody will go to court to stop that convention and to nullify everything you have done. Do you understand? So in my estimation, I think it, it is the Nigerians who should reject the two parties. That's my candid view. It is Nigerians, you and I, I can push Nigerians that APC and PDP between 1999 and today have brought us where we are. Educationally, whatever we have today is a product of what the APC and the PDP have put us into. Where, where we are as far as health and infrastructure and security or insecurity as the case may be is a function of the capacity of the APC and PDP combined. You're not a fan of this political party. I'm not a fan of any party that oppresses the people. I'm not a fan of any party that puts governance on holiday. No. I, but, that's, that's your but thoughts, dude. That's my opinion. Mm. But then, Nigerians, I told you this off air. We love our chains. All right, uh, let's move on to other stories here. Uh, there's this other one having to do with the fuel subsidy, FG, to end petrol subsidy June 2022. And that statement is according to the Minister of Finance, Budget and National Planning, Zainab Ahmed. She said the federal government had made provisions for petrol subsidy till the end of June next year. You know that the issue of petrol subsidy was one of the issues used against uh, the administration of Good Luck Jonathan uh, when he removed uh, petrol subsidy uh, uh, at that point in time and there were protests and the like. now we're hearing from the minister that petrol subsidy the provision is till june 2022 after that petrol subsidy will, will be removed what do you make of this looking at the economic situation nigeria uh, we are currently experiencing do you see this as feasible sincerely on this issue of petrol subsidy. because it's been said that it's what needs to be done even good luck said it at the time that it's something that those who come subsequently will have to do. And I want to tell you this brief story. In 1999, President uh, President former President Lushikama was the president, and uh, there was a committee set up for to consider the deregulation of the dancing sector. They have that report. In that report, I remember former Governor Adam Zoshimole authored a minority report against the report of the of the old panel. And uh, I listened to uh, Professor Jerry Ghana, yes, I listened to him at the International Conference in Abuja then, justifying the, the need for the removal of the oil subsidy, I think 1999-2000, many years ago. And if you look at it critically, since that time, every government has come trying to remove oil subsidy. The person who paid the biggest price for it was former President Gulo Jonathan, who removed the subsidy on the in the first, on of, the first January, of January of a particular year, mm. and then the whole country, the people in the AC, and then the opposition party, the musicians, everybody went to Jota, and eventually 
they had to rescind that decision. Yes, a lot of people, I also have arguments to the effect that yes, this oil subsidy is a cost on us that we spend that the, the value we derive from the government subsidizing the importation of fuel is not commensurate with the, the cost. That those monies spent on subsidy should have been used on critical infrastructure like healthcare, education, and the likes. Good argument. But when you, when you look at it, who are the people who have been in China of the Nigerian oil sector from 1960? The elites and their cronies. And now, if you have to remove the oil subsidy, in other climes, what are the means of transportation? How effective are these means of transportation? Do we have those such means of transportation? People can easily say, ah, Lagos, uh, Lagos, Ibadan, Lagos, Abekuta, what of intercity operations, intercity transportation? I know that in the United Kingdom, in London, you can survive without having a car. You can go to many means of transportation. That means you do not have to go to buy fuel at the exorbitant price. And now, this oil that we have, is it actually a blessing for us or a cause? In my estimation, the political elites in Nigeria and the people who have ruled Nigeria from 1960 till date have made it look as if that oil is actually a cost on us, not a blessing. Because now, we all know that in Nigeria, how electricity is. There are a lot of people use petrol to, to get alternative electricity from their generator. And intrinsically linked to this subject issue is that the moment you remove it, every other commodity in the market, even Ewedu, even Gary, that do not rely on oil, or petrol for, for, for their production, we find a way to say, because there's a multiplier for, effect. For the transportation. So what yes. are the plans of government? Then why are we, why do we keep importing? What has happened to our refineries? These refineries, what are the capacities? What was the promise of Mr. President in 2014 when, when he was campaigning? People should go and read what he said about those refineries. What is Professor Tamiridu West and Ashwajit Tinubu, Patrick Tomi and others say about the AP, APC then? When they get into office to do about the refinery, the other man, that professor, uh, uh, I forgot his name now, who was a power minister of state for uh, petroleum, spoke about modular refineries. Where are those modular refineries? So how come that the Nigerians are going to bear the brunt of the ineffectiveness and inefficiency of the Nigerian political elite? Okay, so what does the government need to put in place before removing fuel subsidy? They should ensure that we are able to refine what we need locally. In such a way that our demands, what's our actual demands? They say first subsidy that most most of the fuel goes to neighboring cities and neighboring countries. Then, if it goes there, is it is it Lulu and Akim who go and man the borders to ensure that they they, uh, they do not uh, they do not smuggle our fuel meant for us here outside? What's our what's our actual demand per day? Then, if the government says they, by June they are moving it, I tell you, Lulu, it won't work. It won't work unless and until. The right steps have been taken, transportation, and ensuring that we are able to refine our local consumption. What we are, what we need to consume locally, we're able to refine it. That's the only way. When the, and they say it's a free market, then why do the government keep giving us a price? What is the landing cost of PMS? As we speak today, why, why, why? There are so many things that need to be done. Unless and until those things are done, I tell you, it won't work. The government will just throw the country into needless crisis. That's my view. Mm. Quite a lot uh, he said already this morning. You can be a part of the conversation. But uh, before you join the conversation, we'll be going on a break. That will be later on on the program. But uh, let me give roll out the phone lines. Uh, still take a, a few more, you know, engage you a few more on a few more topics. Uh, but uh, let's get the phone lines. 
0907-800-1079. That's 0907-800-1079. Also 0803-322-1079. Hello, good Hello. morning. Hello. Good morning. I can't make out what you're saying. Your name and where you're calling from, if you can hear us. Uh, 08... Okay, 0803-322-1079 and uh, 08... I mean, 0907-800-1079. Still mixing up the numbers. 0803-322-1079 and 0907-800-1079. Let's see who we have here. Hello, Good morning. Good morning. Uh, my mom, yeah. Good morning. Good morning, Akib Karim. Good morning, I'm Kyle from Abekuta. Good morning to you. Good morning. I want to appreciate you greatly this morning. I commend the efforts you both guys have probably putting into the space of the country now. You see, we cannot take it away from all your opinions that you have opined this morning concerning this government. In fact, I was the one that would say I am surprised. I am surprised about the integrity that we have today. What about the integrity? Integrity that is lacking in due respect, value of others, and dignity. And that's the reason for the failure that this government is uh, probably being dwelling in, inside out. I am telling you. I so much have been talking about this government because the government has not been able to do the needful to know the purpose for which they are there, other than probably uh, listening to uh, official lies. And when you listen to official lies, what does it mean? It means wickedness. And that's the wickedness we have been seeing getting at, as response from this government. It's quite embarrassing that till now, uh, a government, a leader that's supposed to be truthful, honest, and they have a little bit of faithfulness in relationship that he has with us as probably the rain. And the derailing is so quite embarrassing that it has pushed us too far from the uh, space of the world now that we have been probably seen as a country that doesn't know to our right from left. I think I have said it all. I don't know. I don't have much. I'm not a journalist. I'm not a communicator. I'm a physician, but I can still have some beautiful like I think they should listen to us. Mm. We are not, I mean, these people are not God. They thought they own everybody. Right. APC, TDT, they right. are just one, same twin, Siamese twins. And then probably our people will listen to you. That we should look for another thought force. Thank you very much. Thank you for your thoughts. You could be a part of the conversation, 0907 1079 Good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning to you. Your name and where are you calling from? Yeah, I'm just calling from Abeokuta. Go on. My contribution this morning has to do with the first subsidy. Mm. And my concern, which I believe is the concern of many Nigerians, we have a situation whereby some commodities in this country is controlled by a local investor. Talk of rice, talk of flour, talk of salt. This same investor has invested in refinery. Are we sure that the government is not trying to protect him with all this subsidy story? So that the prices are high by the time his refinery is coming upstream and he's able to make his money back. They might not tell us this. And this is what happens in a capitalist system. Is it the only one that can build refineries in Nigeria? 
Why are we not opening the space up for other people to build refineries? Why are we not making it mandatory for the multinationals that are taking our crude to refine part of it in Nigeria? Why are we looking at it as if this is something that cannot happen? It is happening in other countries. Why is it difficult for it to happen in Nigeria? Good morning. Thank you for your thoughts. We go on this quick break. When we return, we'll be taking more calls to get your perspectives on some of the stories making the headlines. It's still freshly pressed and fresh 107.9 FM. Stick around. Star five 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 star pin ash. Baba Jani, kini gon. Utu tin shiron jari. Star five 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 star pin ash. Hey, mukbe. It would be star five 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 star pin ash. Oh, shankele number two, but of Baba Jani, oh, ten star five 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 star pin ash. Lati bai lo po mefa wo ibe to bara so yo po ibani soro eteli re. Jek bani ogono mefa naira ifa family alese kese. Lori bo bo wo ibe ogono naira to bara. Fubo gweni to wa lori po ibani soro eteli ni oh. Yeah, Johnny. Show you that asha. Stop, stop, Airtel, the smartphone network. Why are you dancing this early morning? What is the occasion? It is Food Court's ninth anniversary. Ego choke. If you think grand opening of Food Court at Kyoluk Bade was light, this state's ninth anniversary. Oh my loud gun. Body on You stand a chance to 25% off on winning baskets at appointed time. Buy two t-shirts, get one free. Coca-Cola one liter, 160 naira. Ovaltine refill 400 gram, 970 naira. Fruit and fruit drink 500 mil. 100 naira mini me pasta macaroni 475 grams 240 naira get this and many more exciting offers at food co at the social center promo runs from october 29th to november 7 2021 offer valid while stock lasts terms and conditions apply Download the Fresh FM app on your Android phone, tablet to listen to Fresh FM anywhere in the world. To download, go to Google Play Store and App Store. Search for Fresh FM Nigeria, select the icon, tap, and install for free. Follow the on-screen instructions, complete the installation, and get our content anywhere under the sun in In real time. time. The Fresh FM radio app is all in one. You can listen live, watch us live, see our Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, Instagram posts, and news updates. The Fresh FM Nigeria mobile app can be downloaded on Android and iOS. As you use the Fresh FM app, review and rate our app. We're available 24-7 for more updates. Thank you for choosing Fresh as the best with Ocrest. Yo, so they call you a dance legend. One move, and you have their attention. (laughs) Then... When you start to crumb to the beat, everyone goes wild, screaming for more. But only the people in your area know you. Here's your chance to move from local champion to record breaker. Let your dance skills take you and your crew to the top at the Globe Battle of the Year Nigeria Dance Competition, where you get to face off with Nigeria's finest. Grab your share of 84 million naira in prizes money and stand a chance to represent Nigeria at the Battle of the Year World Tournament. Go ahead, visit GlobeBotyNigeria.com now to enter. 84 million Naira Price Money Unlimited Fame Glow Battle of the Year Nigeria Dance Unlimited
Or welcome back. It's still freshly pressed and fresh 107.9 FM. And I am Lulu Fadoju. And I still have in the studio here with me, Akim Kareem, giving some perspectives on some of the stories that made the headlines. You can also be a part of the conversation 0907 800 1079 and 0803 322 1079. Hello, good morning. Good morning to you. Your name is. My name is I'm just calling from the People's Parliament in Abuja, my brother. Yeah. As a nice you too and towards the rest of your day 0803-322-1079 and 0907-800-1079 that those are the phone lines to be a part of a conversation now let's see who we have here hello hello good morning good morning your name and where are you calling from my name is Dola Kwajala I'm calling from Abel go ahead uh, I just want to talk about uh, what uh, Pastor Tunde Bakari just said which My is? brother, in the Bible, they said that when the foundation is strong, what can the righteousness do? We only forget to channel our problem, our energy to the problem of Nigeria. There is nobody that will rule in Nigeria with this present constitution that you survive. We should all come out and fight for this constitution should be discarded and remove this constitution. We need a new constitution. Is that constitution that is giving everyone, all the politicians, both the PDP, and the APC, the avenue to mismanage us. We don't have any problem in Nigeria except this constitution. When everybody knows that, when you are, look at what is going on at the judiciary, everybody is manipulating their way in the Nigeria constitution. By the time we come out and fight and get a new constitution, we get a better way out, apart from the people that are leading us. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, well, I am not quite clear on what uh, manipulating in the way of the Constitution means, uh, but you've made your point. Uh, 0803-322-1079 and 0907-800-1079. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Your name and where yes. are you coming from? Yes, I am M.O.P. from United States of Ayutu. I have, have to give, give it to you, my dear people. We have actually done it. You see, in this country, I don't know where exactly we are heading to. When APC was campaigning in 2014, they said there uh, was nothing like subsidy. When we came on board, the issue of subsidy escalated. It was not so bad as we are having. And why is it that our refineries are not working? Why do we need to take our uh, oil? to uh, foreign countries at very low price and get it back at higher prices. It is very alarming and it is uncomfortable. And look at the gas too that is uh, coming from uh, uh, this cooler. You see, uh, 2.5 kg now is over 8,000 8, naira. 
beyond the reach of the masses. We are exactly as we have it. And to, to the issue of Nigeria, you see, Nigeria, we need to be to be allowed our responsibility. The issue of third force, I have not seen any third force. The third force will be A plus B, which will be equal to C. And we come back to the, to, to, to the drawing board. It is for these people in, in government to do the needful, to let the people be happy. Let them have the fear, fear of the, their faith. Right. We are we are not reaching what we supposed to live. Right. It is the worst government ever is this government we are reaching to. Oh Apart from when Bali was there as a military of state, oh things were not as good as it used to be then. The same right. thing is repeating itself. Interesting. Thank you for your thoughts. Thank you. Thank you for your thoughts. Quite interesting. The use of the superlative, the worst government. I I don't know the facts that you have uh, brought to the table because, uh, according to what I've learned from Akim Karim this morning, you must be able to express, uh, you know, where you got your facts from. You know, what the statistics you're using to weigh the government. Well, let's get back to the phone lines and see who we have. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Good morning to you. Your name and where you going? Good morning. I greet you. Yes. Engineer Folabi, I'm calling from Songo. Go ahead, Engineer. Uh, You see, uh, I think the problem we are having with our government and our leaders is that they are just interested in what they can make as to making money. Let me tell you, we have oil. We have benchmark of what we have as to control our budget. And whenever there is increase on that crude oil, why don't you maintain your benchmark? And that, that increase, continue to use it to sustain the level of the price of petrol. Just take your eyes away from it. Already you have profit on your benchmark. The excess is not is not your own. It is to sus- is to sustain the price of fuel so that people will not be excessively charged because of the increment. As simple as they be use the same system when it was in power in uh, during that time of uh, uh, oil crisis. He used it as a stabilization. You see, when we are saying that it's also, it is when you are not having a product that you produce on your, by yourself, that you say you are subsidizing for, for the things that you don't have. Right. We have oil. It is not subsidy. It's supposed to be just to sustain. All right. It's not subsidy. All right. It is our own money. All right. The asset is our own. Is the, is the, is the, Morning to sustain your so that people will not suffer. Right. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for your thoughts. Uh, but before we go on, uh, back to the phone calls, um, there was this particular statement, one of the calls, and then we had somebody else who also called in, you know, to buttress that same point, having to do with, uh, you know, these multinationals in the oil industry saying they should establish um, what's it called refineries in Nigeria. Is, is that even feasible? Because it, it seems, it seems, uh, you know, if you other persons agree with this, in your opinion, can the government mandate, you know, these businesses to invest in uh, giving us uh, refineries? Lulu, the truth of the matter is that we do not have enough time to go into the dynamics of the dancing sector, the midstream 
sector and the upstream sector the, and the discordant uh, policies, how much how we have lost so much to joint venture calls, how much we have lost to these foreign companies, all in the name of uh, bad leadership. We do not have, apparently have that luxury of time on this program. But uh, the little time I know I have is that I'll just give you an insight. Between 1999 and 2007, former President Lucio renewed some oil licenses, granted new licenses. Some of them are contentious today. I remember OML 267, I've forgotten the number now, that was contentious. A lot of contentious issues. You realize that this is were never done transparently. There was no transparency. At the same time, it was granting the licenses for uh, um, oil prospects, uh, for uh, oil rigging and the likes. They were also granting license for refineries. Now, a co- companies were giving license to take our oil and then also refine it here so that we could work on it. But they took the license for oil exploration and left the licenses for, 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 for the refineries. What did the government do at that, at that time? What did we do as a nation? What did the authorities do? And at times, usually more often than not, all those things that you call foreign interests are actually foreign interests with serious backers from our country. Who have stakes in them? Who protects them? How come the Lagos Ibadan Expressway, a lot of other facilities, where the, 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 the presentation of the power sector was done, was skewed against Nigerians? Such that if you want to cancel those uh, privatization processes, the nation will have to pay like time, times 10, despite how much those we have made. So at times our leaders are not usually honest enough. They do not protect our interests. They have aligned their own myopic and selfish interests with the interests of these multinationals and they use it to, to work against Nigerians economically and financially. So if they are a part of them, how do you want them to take loss against them? So in my estimation, you cannot force a person to have a refinery if there's no law saying that you have a refinery. But if you give a person a license for all exploration and attached to a license and they don't take the license, they don't do the refinery, then why not cancel? How many uh, oil exploration licenses? Broadcasting worldwide. The latest hits and the greatest memories. Fresh. Fresh. 107.9 FM. Wonder Walking God is about restating all men into his glory and rejuvenate their own lives. CAC Canaan Land, in conjunction with Mountain of Mercy, Eriwikiti, is reprojecting men annual program titled Men of Purpose. This year's tradition is tagged Eribuilt. It's time. It is now time for all men to engage and connect with God Almighty for the shackles to be broken. The program is strictly for men. As Prophet Evangelist Ezekiah Oluboyi Oladiji, General Evangelist Christ Apostolic Church Worldwide, would be ministering with other anointed men of God on Friday, October 29, 2021, revolving from morning, afternoon, evening, and video. Venue is CAC Mountain of Mercy, Ariel Ekiti, Ekiti State. For more information, 0803-420-9203. All COVID-19 protocol would strictly be observed. Men of Purpose 2021, the Shabari Stating of Glory and Rejuvenation of Every Life. Star five 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 star pin ash. Baba Jani, kini gong. Utu tin shiro jari. Star five 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 star pin ash. Hey, mukbe. 
e wo tun ni star 555 star pin hash o shankele number to gbodo gbagbe niyan o te star 555 star pin hash lati gba ilopo mefa won igbe to bara sori opo ibani soro airtel re je gbanu ogorun mefa naira ifa fami alesekese lori gbogbo won ipe ologorun naira to bara fu gbogbo eni to wa lori opo ibani soro airtel ni o iya jani show sin dadasha Airtel, the smartphone network. Fresh FM, Abel Kuta, 107.9. Fresh FM, 107.9, Abel Kuta. Shari be enyo bangba duwa koma akbe ikbe se boba tingbe ikbe se Olo ngo di dodo ki bogbe uda Ina mo fingbe anti wale sori invita awa igan Eee mama ala sho Eche kan wanyo mong kwe wambi live on direct pe lumi Moki bogbo a wanti ongba wani nu le wikpe Ekude de iwo yi Ati wani abe kuta la wala 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 Quality wati susi waju Asho wati yipada Asho te ma boni nu asho wani insi E ma ba gown E ma ba jeans E ma ba chinos, e ma ba top okuni, e ma ba top omode, e ma ba top agbalagba. Kinti e tote si waju, e sale kwa nomba isile. 08165967275. Tabi 08055257. 3755 I want short time a bambe, a bat polo agbalagba, a bat polo amade, a bat top amade, a bat top obini. I want short teenagers. I want short tani boutique. Kaa kiri bogboni agbaye. Onako wasi odoyini si. Ni abe kuta, ni isale oja. Kuto, sheri ni si ya shota ko walu, tan jalo walo walo walo, special bill, te mara, tan te yoko ni 850 naira, price iwa ujipada, quality lo ujipada, iwa na mabo ko wawo, a shota she ko walu ni yon quality lo yato, shugwa mabo ko wafo jugani ele ishori, to batik bebe likan, si a shota 60 pieces iwa mbe, oje 51,000 naira, magbe akbe fun alara tuta ni kansho sho, nienu a shota 850, Fifty-nine. So, 